You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Friday, everyone. On today's show, we're going to dive into the news. We're going to look at Boston College's scheduling opportunity with the University of Alabama. And finally, we're going to talk about the National College football playoffs, which made a drastically different move today. We'll dive dive into that. But let's chat about news first. So Boston College Uh, basketball is the first thing in our news today. Many of you have been asking about the current state of the roster. There's a few names that have been kind of thrown around. We don't know where they're at. And one that we found out this week that is returning to Boston College, at least on paper, is Fred Scott. The way we found this out was that he's changing his number. Uh, They they announced that. They also announced that DeMar Langford and a couple of the walk-ons have also changed their number heading into the 2020 season. The other piece of big news was that Boston College football announced the the foundation of the renovation of the new um, medical center for football. That's going to be called the Barry Gallup Sports Medicine Center at Yawkey Center. Barry Gallup, if you don't know, is a former Boston College coach. He was a positional coach for a long time. He played at BC. He was a uh, basketball player and football player with the Eagles. Had a long history. I mean, I've talked to Barry a, a bunch of times. Uh, he's a great guy. This is a great move to give a name for a uh, player that and, and a, a personality more so that has really defined what Boston College Athletics is all about. Barry Gallup really is like a great ambassador for BC sports. So he really deserves, I've always thought that maybe like naming the field after him or something like that would be a great move. Um, You know, he's still, it's funny because, you know, they do all these moves and, and like they name things, but you know, Gallup, he still floats around. You know, I wrote up last year, you know, I did my quarter century team for Boston College football. And who was who who commented to me all the time on email? Barry Gallup. He used to send me emails constantly just kind of uh, to give me his thoughts about it. And it was really kind of cool to have that piece. Uh, so the Sports Center itself is a renovation based off of private donations. And listen to what BC uh, football is going to get. Uh, they are going to get a sport of it's a four thousand square foot state of the art sports medicine suite for BC football. And the renovation will include an increase in treatment tables, taping areas, additional rehabilitation space, along with built-in salt water therapy pods and a new hydrotherapy room featuring three recessed treatment pools, hot, cold, and a treadmill tub. Uh, this is the first renovation since 2004. Um, if you had listened to Pat Kraft, I mentioned this last week on, um, you know, he was on the Packer and Durham show. He mentioned this was coming, um, but it was cool that it was going to be named after Barry Gallup. Finally, I'll give you another piece of recruiting news. If you were interested, Boston College is going to have a visitor. His name is Jude Bowery. He's from St. Francis Academy. There's that school again. Uh, he's visiting this weekend. This is a big weekend for Boston College football. Between Bowery and there's a handful of other players coming as well. Uh, you're going to want to check out to see what the Eagles are doing because it, I didn't know that this was going to be such a big weekend, but it seems like more and more uh, trickling out names are coming for uh, this this 
uh, recruitment trip. So you want to, uh, that was a big one. And also, Boston College made a big offer today, and it was a local recruit. His name is Alec Iomanor, and he is from North Deerfield, Mass. He's not ranked, but his offer list is something to look at. He's a 6'3 wide receiver from Massachusetts that has offers from Notre Dame, Tennessee. I was always curious, and I haven't gotten a full answer yet, on why it took so long for BC to get on him. He's a twenty class of 2022 wide receiver. Now, I'm not sure where BC stands in his recruitment because it's kind of late, uh, but he's local, so they might have a chance with him. If they were to land at Iomanor, that would give them three wide receivers from Massachusetts as he would join Isaiah, um, sorry, Joseph Griffin II and Ismail Zamor. So that would be three local wide receivers. That'd be pretty cool having that many Massachusetts players on one team. But we'll have to wait and see because um, obviously if you got Notre Dame and Tennessee offers, and I'm not sure if there's those are committable offers, as always when we talk about recruiting, you can get as many offers as you want, but some of them are not committable, right? You, the school has to have the spot open. You know, you have to be in the kind of the right slot and uh, – You'll want to have to before they'll they'll commit and the school will accept the commitment. So we'll have to see where they're at with that. Now, just a little site news next week, our our podcast news, excuse me. um, I have a crossover episode that will be released probably on Monday next week with Locked On Bama. I talked to Lock. Talk, talk about worlds colliding, right? Um, I talked to the Locked On Bama podcast about Boston College and Alabama. So if you're interested to hear two different perspectives, a lot of talk about Alabama. Uh, we talk about Doug Flutie. We talk about uh, the pageantry of college football. You're going to want to check that out. It's a, it's a good podcast. It's a little longer than this one, but um, I think you'll enjoy it. That'll be out on Monday, and I'll push that to the feed as well as our for our our normal episode. But before we do, let's get into to Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you have not tried them, they have nine delicious flavors and they have a bunch of specialty flavors that you need to check out. And what really floors me about Built Bar is that it tastes so good, but it's good for you. There's 15 grams of protein, about seven grams of sugar, and about 150 calories in each bar. You're not gonna beat that. And the best part, they taste delicious. I just had a grasshopper mint, uh, bar earlier today that tastes like a Thin Mint. I I couldn't believe it. It was so good. Now you can head on over to BuiltBar.com and enter promo code LOCK15 and you'll receive 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Make sure that you bookmark our page and follow us to make sure that on Twitter to make sure you get all of your BC sports action and news. Now, the biggest news of the week was one that kind of took me uh, by surprise, which is Boston College and Alabama scheduled a two-game series for the future. They're going to play in Chestnut Hill in 2031 and in Tuscaloosa in 2034. Now, this is obviously 10 and 13 years in the future, so there's a lot that can change. But let's go through kind of my thoughts about how this all transpired, right? So earlier last week, I, I we had a whole podcast on it. We talked about future uh, teams that I thought Boston College would match up well with. And uh, if you listen to it, you definitely will not hear me say Alabama. Um, if you had a little uh, char, a, a jar where AJ is wrong, this would be another dime in the, the that jar uh, because I was definitely wrong on this one. Now, um, the morning of the announcement, Jason Baum, uh, the Boston College 
assistant athletic director or senior athletic director, excuse me, he announced that there was going to be a scheduling news and, you know, he did the little googly eyes thing. And, um, you know, when I saw that, I made a joke to a friend. I'm like, oh, what bottom of the barrel power five school are they going to schedule next? Because, you know, they've scheduled Vander or Missouri and they've scheduled Kansas and Rutgers and, you know, all these bottom of the barrel power five schools. And it was just kind of a joke. But then they, the announcement came out. I saw Pete Thamel, who always gets scoops on everything, tweeted it out. That was Alabama. And I was like, holy moly, did not expect that to happen. I really didn't. I mean, of any SEC school, I just did not expect BC to play Alabama. Now, now if you're a longtime BC fan, you know Boston College and Alabama have played before. It was about almost 40 years ago now. It was 1984, I believe it was, 83 and 84, and Flutie won both of those games. So BC owns a three games to one record against Alabama. Now, with this game being so far in the future, Boston College probably, I know you don't want to think about it, probably will not have Coach Jeff Halfley at the helm. I'm going to imagine at that point he's either going to be at a new position or, you know, or he's going to be in, in the NFL or college. I mean, I just imagine that he's probably not going to be here. I mean, that's pretty reasonable to think, but who knows? The other hand, Nick Saban, the head coach of Alabama, I'm going to definitely guess that he's somewhere else. Now, the guy that I talked to on Locked on Bama, he goes, we think that Nick Saban's a cyborg and he can probably control time, so he'll probably still be the head coach at that time. But I'm going to say that he probably won't be. Um, So you have probably two new coaches, or with Boston College, it could be three at that point. Um, And we have no clue what the schools are going to be in. Like Right now, if you were to say, if Alabama continues this dynasty for 10 years and we cannot say that they will or will not, they are obviously on another planet in terms of how they would match up against Boston College. Like last year, like as good as I, I, I talk up Boston College's secondary, I am 99.9% sure that they would had it would have had no answer to Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell. And as we've seen with Alabama under Nick Saban, he does not just like they graduate, but he probably has, you know, three or four blue chip wide receivers right behind him. So he's just going to continue that train for years and years and years. Saban's signed to 2028. That's three years before the Boston College game. So he could technically still be there. But if Alabama is in the state that they're in now, I mean, I don't see anyone beating them. I mean, like I don't see Boston College beating them. I mean, as much as I as much of a honk as I come across sometimes about BC bat, football, there I mean, there's no team like Alabama right now, whether it's Ohio State or Clemson or or um, you know, Notre Dame or anything. No one's even in the right atmosphere of them. And be you know, hopefully in the next 10 years BC's trajectory will go up. They'll continue to improve recruiting. They'll get this program into a better shape. And you have to hope that Alabama goes down because you need you need to get it to some level playing field. Because right now, as much as I love Jeff Halfley, as much as I love Phil Dracovic and Zay Flowers, if you put this defense against Alabama, they're giving up 60-plus points. It's just the facts of life, right? This offense, they could probably put some points up against Alabama. I, I, I mean... I don't. I had to see it. I and I'd worry what would happen to Djokovic if he kept getting hit by guys that they have. But you know, 
you know, the, the offense could do that. So we'll have to see. Now, I, I am so excited about this from, you know, just from a fan's perspective. If like when if, I you know, this is 10 years down the future, who knows where my life will be at that point. But I would love to get down to Tuscaloosa and get into that stadium and and see a, an Alabama game. See like what really call Southern college football is about. I mean, obviously Clemson's on my list to go down and, and get to a game at some point, too. But like. Alabama is like the Mecca. It's one of the, that's like a, that's like a bucket list place. So hopefully when we get to 2034, we have a bucket load of BC fans that can RV down there and, and head to that game. Cause that's going to be quite a treat. Now in our final segment, we're going to talk about what Alabama is probably going to be a lock for, for the next 10 years, which is the college football playoffs. We'll talk a little bit about what, um, this new system is going to look like, give you a few more details and talk about why I like it and what I, I think stinks about the new system. But let's um, also let's get into um, betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to make all your sports action. Whether it's NBA, NHL, college sports, or the Major League Baseball, you can make all your wagers on BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline right now, where you can sign up for a free account. And when you make your first deposit, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. Again, that's 50% off. That's a win right there. You don't even have to make a, a wager. You're going to win. And that's at Bet Online with, with, with code locked on. This is AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Make sure you follow my work over there. You can also follow my personal Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. And just as a quick plug, if you are enjoying my recruiting coverage, please become a uh, premium subscriber. We have over 75 subscribers already in the first two months, which is crazy. I want to, th- and if you're one of them, I want to thank you. I hope you enjoy it. And we're just going to continue adding. Uh, we have some really cool features I can't announce yet that are coming up soon. Um, and I'm going to continue to bust my butt to get you the, the, the news and analysis and breaking tidbits for recruiting that you really want. So check that out. Now, on Thursday, the College Football Playoff Committee announced that they are pushing forward a proposal to change college football playoffs from four teams to 12 teams. This is a huge change, but one that many people had projected to happen because of money. And But what it does is it's going to allow more teams more access. And let's look kind of at what this means. So the way they're going to set this up is the top four power five teams are going to get an automatic buy. Now they got to be conference champions, which could be weird. You, you, you could always get a wonky ACC coastal team that knocks off Clemson and they're going to get the automatic buy. But for the most part, you're going to get four conference champions and then you get Two, uh, you get the G5 cha- best team and you get the other conference champion to make six. And then you have six at-large bids. So, you know, this is a Boston College podcast, so I always look at things through maroon and gold sunglasses. Um, how does this affect Boston College? How does this affect the whole landscape? Well, there's a few ways of looking at this. First of all, with Boston College, this gives them more access to 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 the playoffs, right? Because before this, when you had four teams, you had Clemson and then you had whatever SEC team or two that were going to make it. And then someone else. And Clemson obviously is in a league of their own, just like Alabama is. 
and they're going to be a real hard out. They're just hard. And and at this point, you got to imagine that they're going to be a playoff team for the foreseeable future until someone can figure out how to knock them off or Dabo Sweeney decides to go find another job, which whatever comes first. But if that happens with the 12-team league, Clemson can still keep that spot. And say Boston College has an incredible year. Say next year. Say 2022. This is a bad example. Say 2023. Uh, they, you know, they get a quarterback and they they continue, you know, up the upward trajectory with with Jeff Halfley, and they play really well, and they lose to Clemson, unfortunately, and they lose to one other team, right? They could still make the playoffs that way. They may not win the ACC, but they could still do it. Like maybe they finish the season ninth in the country or or twelfth in the country. If things line up for Boston College, they could end up in the playoffs. Now you're gonna hear. If you're on Twitter, if you read Notre Dame fans, you read Alabama SEC fans, they're all complaining that this is going to water down the product. Who cares? They're they're only complaining because they've had access to these playoffs for years and they don't get the chance to. Think of how big of a deal this would be for Boston College if they were to make a, a, a playoff bowl, if they get to that first game and they play. And what if they win? That is program changing. That that erases, like we've talked about in this podcast, Jeff Halfley erasing things. If he wins a playoff game, you know, maybe they they, they luck into a, a team that they can beat, or I don't even say luck, maybe they're just talented and they beat up a team. That is something that stamps the future of Boston College football right there. And I don't think it's that far off of a possibility. I think Boston College could be a playoff team in the future. Will they do it every year? Obviously not. But the odds of them making a 12-team playoff versus a four-team, if it was a four-team, I don't even I I haven't even talked about it this year. I don't think BC has a chance ever. I, I mean, it's just not going to happen because you're going to have Alabama, you're going to have Ohio State, and you're probably going to have Clemson, and then you can figure out who the fourth one is. It's probably going to be another SEC team, right? It's pretty much predetermined. With 12 teams, yeah, it may be a little watered down. You get a team like Coastal Carolina or Cincinnati in there. Or you might get like a team that, you know, maybe like Oregon that was 20th last year. They they get a spot. But you know what? The only people that really should complain about that are the teams that have all the access, the, 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 the Bama fans and things like that. And if you listen to the podcast I was telling you about on Monday, you get to listen to him complain about it. So um, I, I just – I think it's a good thing for the sport. Um, I worry the one piece I do worry about is that uh, for college athletes, they're not getting paid. Now they're going to be asked to do another game. Um, hopefully they figure that out. Um, but this is all going to happen in a couple of years. I was hoping it would happen this year because I was looking at BC schedule. I'm like, oh man, if they do this, this, and this, they could actually be a playoff team this year or they have the possibility if they play like this well. But they won't. So it's 2023. At that point, you know, Dracovic pretty much, I would imagine, will be gone. I think he's out of eligibility at that point anyways. So I don't know if Boston College would even be in the shape that they would need to be in to compete for that. But it's a couple years. It has not passed yet. It's gonna. It's presumed that it's going to. Um, but don't read it as this is a done deal yet. Um, but there is a silver lining to all this, and that is that Notre Dame is locked out of it. <laughs> Not really, but they because of the way that they're setting this up, the conference champion automatically gets buys. Well, Notre Dame's not in a conference, so they don't get a buy. However, 
this basically lets them in every single year. So it's not really a dig at Notre Dame. They will never get the bye, but maybe they'll never get past the first round because, you know, Notre Dame hasn't been all that great in the playoffs, which is hard for someone who's for a team that's never been there to talk smack about. But here I am. Uh, so that's our thoughts on the playoffs. I think it's a good thing. I think we'll find out more about it. The one piece I do wish they had, and I saw uh, Andy Staples post about it, put these in home. Like, forget the bowls, uh, you know, like putting them in these random bowls, like, you know, in in Atlanta or whatever. Let them play them at home. Like, if Alabama is the home team, let them play at Alabama. I think the home stadiums is what makes college. I agree with what Staples said. He said that, you know, home stadiums is what makes college football what it is. And I think that, you know, that would be a great way to add this. Like it would be such an incentive. Like if you play so well, you get a home game, extra home game out of it. Believe me, the fan bases would love that. So I, I, I wish they do that, but they're not going to, they're going to go with the big NFL stadiums. It'll get them extra money, but that's what this is all about. It's the money. So on Monday, I will be sitting down with locked on Bama to talk about Alabama and Boston College, and we'll have more fun as the week progresses. This is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LockdownBC. You can find us on Facebook at Boston College SI. And, you know, make us part of your routine. If you like listening to Boston College Sports Talk, you know, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and then make it part of your, you know, your commute or when you're cooking dinner, whatever you do, whatever you do to listen to this, it helps tremendously. Thank you all and have a great weekend. We'll see you all again soon. Take care.